Welcome to the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today on episode number 50, I'm talking to Julie from Fab Working Mom Life. She's going to be sharing some tips to help us to streamline our busy schedules. If you are listening to this real time, I have to let you know about the Put the Me Back in Mommy Summit. This is a five-day virtual summit that's going to help you to reclaim your passion, pursue your purpose, and live your dream while still being a great mom. This virtual conference is going to provide you with the tips and strategies from leading experts that is going to help you to get to that goal. Now, the summit has already started, so claim your seat now by going to realhappymom.com summit. Now let's jump into this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. All right, Julie, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you today. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yes, Julie is one of, she is in my brain. She's one of my friends (laughs) because we are in a Facebook group together and she's an awesome blogger that I look up to. So I'm really excited to have you on and talk to you today. (laughs) Thanks. That's awesome. So Julie, before we get started, I just wanted you to tell us a little bit about you, your blog, and your full-time career. So for my full-time career, um, I have an engineering degree, and I work for a consulting company in the environmental department. So I do environmental compliance, mostly air quality, and most of the work I do has been with systems, environmental management systems, helping our clients maintain compliance with their permit limits and permit requirements and so at home I love systems too because they help us streamline they help us keep from forgetting things and so I kind of that's kind of the the information I like to share on my blog which is fab working mom life because I'm a working mom (laughs) Um, and I picked that name when I first had my son and went back to work realized just just how hard and how different being a working mom was than working without, before having children. So I kind of wanted to share that, share the journey, share some tips that we've learned with readers who are going through similar things. Absolutely. And how long have you had your blog? Um, I had my son in 2014. So okay. I, I kind of was blogging before that, but more like a personal journal. And then once I started reading mom blogs, I realized, hey, I kind of want one. So um, I rebranded in 2016 and kind of started taking it seriously. So a few years now, I guess. <laughs> yes. And you have been sharing some really great stuff on your blog. Like I said, you are one of my favorite bloggers that I look up to. And one thing that you did recently is you put out a question on Facebook and you asked, what would make your life easier now? Which is a simple question. And when you asked me that question before the first time, I was like, I got about 10 things for you, Julie, but I was just wondering mm-hmm. what kind of responses <laughs> did you get from those who participated in this survey that you did? So it, it was interesting because I, I had asked this like a year ago and I, I couldn't find the original thread. So I said, well, hey, let's, let's do another one just to see if anything's changed from what I remember. And a lot of immediately I'm starting to get things like, I want somebody to cook for me. I want somebody to clean for me. Um, mm-hmm. I would love a nanny so that I can work without a distraction or childcare that's paid for, you know, or affordable childcare, or 
a lot of people, like when we chatted back and forth, we basically said, we basically need like, to clone ourselves or like a wife, I don't know, somebody <laughs> to take on some of the responsibilities that we have. And most of those responsibilities that we wanted someone else to help us with were in the house. So people were happy with their jobs. They didn't need a personal assistant at work necessarily. They needed a personal assistant at home with their mm -hmm. errands, with chores, with meals, things that, you know, maybe we don't like to do as much, but also maybe don't require us specifically. Maybe not our skills. It could require somebody else's skill, something that could be done by another person. Um, one, one other one that I really liked uh, said, I, I want a day off during the week to run errands. Mm. So exactly. Somebody to run errands for you or uh, be able to do that ourselves during the week. So those type of, of comments that I, were, were brilliant because that's really our struggles, right? We don't have mm. the time, especially during business hours, to do anything personal. Yeah, yeah. And I am totally with you on that one, too, because some of the things that I was going to give you were home life things that I needed help with. So <laughs> it's funny that most of the ladies that participated were saying the same thing. Now, you mm -hmm. mentioned before that you tend to find things to help streamline things that are going on at home as far as systems and things like that. So I am really excited to talk to you because I know you got some nice little tips and tricks for us here, but as a working <laughs> yeah. mom, there's some small things that we can do to make our lives a little bit easier. So give us some time-saving tips so that we can better streamline our busy lives. So a lot of these, and I, and I call it kind of tips or, or routines or systems is, is things that one of the major reasons we have a hard time with keeping up with everything is things keep changing mm -hmm. and things keep coming at us and we, we can't remember everything, right? So one of the, one of what I like to do is write it down, get ourselves mm -hmm. a, some kind of routine, whether it's, you know, a morning routine, I do this, then I do this, then I do this every day. I do this in this order. So I can't forget an important item that I either need to bring, like if you pass lunch in the morning, that's fine. That can be part of your morning routine. But as long as it's part of your routine, you won't forget it. If it's something that you don't do on a regular basis in the morning, you're more likely to have that slip by and then later be in a rush or, you know, forget to bring something to daycare or to school. And so what I like is, is kind of a systematic routine where you know what you need to do in the order you need to do it at a particular time of day, whether it's your morning, your evening, your weekends. And what helps is, you know, coming, kind of sitting down and, and taking a, a survey, an example of, okay, here's my typical day. Here's, here's how I typically do my Monday through Fridays. And you'll start to see these patterns. If something new comes up, something unique, like, oh, tomorrow, like for me, for a Mondays, I have to bring in blankets to daycare, freshly washed blankets. And on Fridays, I have to pick them up. So I can wash them. Mm -hmm. And if I forget to do that, you know, then my kid doesn't have clean blankets to use for nap time. And that's a big deal. So if it's not part of a routine that I have established, I'll put a reminder on my calendar. Okay. So remind, like put, write it all down, put reminders, you know, Monday morning, don't forget blankets. Friday afternoon when I pick them up, I just put a, put a reminder on my phone calendar for that time block, pick up blankets. And then I don't have to worry about that being in here mm -hmm. because I'm getting an out. Either it's part of my, you know, habit or it's part of a reminder. So it's kind of one of my, one of my tricks. As far as things around the house, I like to not do 
things that don't need to be done specifically all the time by me. So bills, as soon as I, you know, we just moved. So I had to set up all my new account mm-hmm. and I, all the new accounts are, are electric, our water. As soon as I created the, the account, I created an online profile and set up auto pay, set up, you know, automatic bill pay, paperless billing, <laughs> and just here's my checking account number, just do it. So it doesn't, it doesn't require me to have to think, is my bill due? Have I paid my bill this month? No, it's, it's just done. It's already done. And if, you know, if something happens, if something is missed, then they send you an alert. Otherwise, you don't have to think about it. Some of the other things, like for me, I kind of called it, I called it my wife is, is um, grocery shopping. Okay. Delivery. Not having to be at the grocery store with a child is wonderful. Yes, and, I agree. Um, <laughs> shopping with a screaming toddler is probably my worst nightmare mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or being out in public in general and then having to focus on, you know, what you're doing. So um, when we were still living in Texas at the time, I discovered shipped. They had just rolled out. We were living in the Houston area. They had just started their service. I signed up for it. And then what I would do was, which is beautiful. Um, before I left work, I would order groceries for delivery. And then the time I drove home, long commute, picked up my son, got home, they were ready to deliver. I didn't have to do that. It mm-hmm. took so much stress off of me. And it, was, it worked kind of like a shopping list because you go on the app, if you remember, oh, I need this one thing, stick it on the app. Then mm-hmm. when you're ready to order, your stuff's already there. You don't have to remember, oh, what was I going to buy? So mm-hmm. kind of using these tools, these apps is, has been a game changer for me. Yes. Now, Julie, really quick. I have a confession. I hate shopping with my kids. (laughs) I absolutely hate it. And it was funny because I had, um, I did a survey with this lady and she was asking me questions about just to get information for her, um, course about saving money and teaching kids about money. And so she was like, yeah, if you grocery shop with your kids, then you can, you know, teach them about money and things. And I'm like, I don't, I do not want to do that. And so (laughs) I know you mentioned one program. Now I use the Walmart grocery app and instead of delivery, I do the pickup because that's free. And so I haven't, Mm -hmm. I haven't upgraded yet to like Instacart and all the others where they do the delivery, but there is the, the Walmart grocery app where you can order your groceries Mm -hmm. and pick them up. And I think it is heaven sent. So my kids, when they hear mommy's getting groceries, we're literally driving in the parking lot. They're loading it up and we're driving back out. (laughs) Exactly. It's, it's such a game changer. And it it seems like most grocery stores are rolling out with their own pickup options. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of delivery options like Shipt and Instacart. You also have Walmart pickup. Um, I think Kroger does it. I know mm-hmm. HEB did it. Safeway here does it. Like you almost never have to step foot inside a grocery store if, you, if you're really in that part of your life where you just, you just can't. It, mm-hmm. It's just too much, right? And then you, like I said, you could add things to cart all week long. And then when you're ready to go pick it up, place your order, you tell them what time you want to show up. And you just park and you just sit there and they put it in your trunk and, yeah. and it's absolute magic. And it's, it's something that we don't need to be doing. Mm-hmm. There's other things we should focus our efforts on. And at this time, this isn't it. So, yes, I am totally yeah. with you on that one. <laughs> and, and I agree with you. I mean, at some point you might want to have that budget lesson with older kids maybe mm-hmm. not with um toddlers not with preschoolers not no so no. It's, it just depends <laughs> on where you are in life and 
those of us who just recently returned to work are still trying to get into our routines. We don't need a little crying baby. We'd rather let them just sleep in the, you know, in their car seat mm-hmm. while we pick up groceries and not have to be pulled out and driven around. And yeah. Yes. Now that was a good one. <laughs> Do you have any other tips for us as far as home life? So, and it also depends on budget. So, um, mm-hmm. A lot of, there are a lot of grocery delivery, or I would say not grocery delivery as much. Some of them include groceries, but meal planning apps. Okay. Some of them actually send food to your house and just give you a recipe. And all you have to do is like throw it together. Mm -hmm. Those are probably, you know, it depends on your budget. Some of them, if you don't know what to cook, I, we just moved. I had a routine in Texas and we just Mm -hmm. relocated. I have no routine yet. I mean, I have unpacked my Instant Pot. But I've used it once since we moved here. So we're <laughs> okay. just we're sure trying to kind of get in our groove. But I kind of understand the whole, okay, your, your life gets thrown off and you, you need to come up with a new system. If you can't come up with real ideas on your own, there's these many different programs mm-hmm. that will do it for you. Where they will send you, you, you tell them what kind of meals you like to eat, whether you're, you know, low carb or whether you're low calorie or whether you're gluten free. And then they send you meal ideas and grocery lists. Mm-hmm. So all you do is you take that grocery list, put it in your grocery store app, mm-hmm. go pick up your groceries, and it saves you so much sanity. Yes. Because I like to say, I don't, I don't want more in my mental load that doesn't need to be there. Now, you brought up a good point here. And I think it goes with the, my saying about decision fatigue. Like the more things that we can take off of our list, where we have to make decisions about them, the better, because we tend to make, um, our decisions aren't the best. <laughs> the more decisions we have to make throughout the day, the week, the month. So yeah. I love these ideas of streamlining things so that we don't have to make so many decisions later. That's right. Coming up with, you know, like, like with the meal planning, coming up with 10 meals that your family likes and just put them on repeat. Coming up with your, your kind of normal family routine, the way things usually work flow in the morning it doesn't make you have new decisions in the morning because you're, you know, you're ready to go. Just like some people say, Hey, I like to plan out my, my school or work outfits before mm-hmm. school, before work on the weekend so that I know what I'm wearing every day. So I don't have that decision fatigue in the morning of what am I going to wear? There's, there's tricks that you can kind of come up with when you have a little bit more, you know, time mm-hmm. in the, then when you actually have to do the act, it doesn't require you to be on the fly coming up with ideas what do I need to do? What do I need to pack? What do I need to wear? You've prepared. So yes, eliminating unnecessary decisions because we, we do it enough all day long. We have to react at work. We have to react to what our kids do. We have to make sure everybody's healthy and safe. And that keeps us so much of our mental load, so much capacity in our brain that these other things we can kind of you know, remote from the equation. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. Now, I just wanted to recap because you brought up some really good points. What's first, you talked about having a morning routine, um, just because there's a lot of things that go on in our lives that change. So if we have some things that stay the same, it can make things more consistent and we can be a lot more prepared. And um, another good point that you made was putting reminders in your calendar. And I think this is huge. Like I've had to do this a lot more because I have my paper planner and I write things down. Like you said, write it down because I forget all the time. (laughs) But putting reminders in your phone to set alerts off, I think is huge and will help 
you to stay on task and to make sure things get done that you had on your to-do list. So I thank you for that reminder, Julie. (laughs) And then the other thing that you mentioned about the house was setting up auto pay, which honestly I couldn't do without auto pay. And then doing your grocery shopping either on an app online so that you don't have to physically be in the store and shop. And then also using some meal planning um, apps too, as well, to help with um, removing some of that decision fatigue. So you've already had someone figure it out for you. And that gives you, I guess, I like to say if an activity doesn't fulfill you, if it frustrates you, and it doesn't need to be done by you, give it to someone else, whether oh, yes. it's an app or whether you're, I mean, I, at our old house, I would have somebody come once a month and, and kind of deep clean my house because mm-hmm. I wasn't good at it. I'll like keep a little bit of, you know, up clean, you know, I will clean up spills, that sort of thing, but I'm not going to like sit there and like wipe every surface. I just don't have that in me. So if you have it in your budget, that's one of the things you can, you can delegate mm-hmm. and delegating things that to, you know, to a, another child, if you have an older child that can do the chore and help you out. I'm starting to get my son to help me now that he's five, almost five. <laughs> he's almost five. He has been feeding dogs. He's been letting, helping me let them out, helping me okay. pick up after them. You know, that kind of teaches him responsibility and kind of takes some things off my plate. Mm-hmm. I just have to, you know, I have to remember to tell him, hey, the dogs need to be fed, but I don't have to be the one to do it. I could go do something else. So yeah. finding things that you can delegate to someone else in the house or outside the house um, is, is super helpful. Um, another thing kind of along the same term is I like to say we we tend to say yes a lot mm-hmm. and it's a good thing to say yes to you know be available to you know, agree to do extra projects at work or you know want to go to do fun activities at home but it's also important to remember to say no mm-hmm. and keep that we can only do so much and we can't and shouldn't do everything yes. and so sometimes we have to kind of prioritize, you know, what am I, if, if I'm saying yes to something, I have to say no to something else. Is it saying no to more sleep? Maybe we don't want to do that. Is it, you know, saying no to a different activity because you can't do them both by, like at work, for example, if you have two projects and somebody says, hey, I'd really love for you to work on this project. Well, I've got this other project with the same deadline. So which one, you know, you got, we have to pick one, right? Mm-hmm. So either we shift the deadlines or I can share the project with another person but taking it all on myself wouldn't be, wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be fair to me. It wouldn't be fair to the client. So those are the kinds of things where you have to sometimes say, you know what, this, this is something that is a no or is a no but or come up with a reason or a way to take something off your plate if it's not going to, you know, if it's going to affect all your other work yeah. and, all, and your other, your home life, your sleep. Yes. No, I'm totally with you on that because I feel as moms, we, we feel like we're super women. We have to get it all done and do everything for everyone. And I'm learning that this saying no is actually setting up boundaries because a lot of times we just say yes to everything and then just allow anything and everything to happen. And then we wonder why mm-hmm. we're burnt out. We're resentful. We're grouchy. Mm-hmm all of these different things. But I think you brought up a really good point about saying no. Like this is a huge, huge thing. I think that we all need to take a little time and reflect like, am I really setting up boundaries and saying no? Because you don't want to say yes all the time. And then like I say, end up being resentful and not happy. Right. Because we know, we know that if we put too much on our child, if we don't give them naps, if we don't give them snacks at the right time, 
they'll get grouchy. Well, we're, you know, we're no different, mm-hmm. right? So yes. maybe we can, we're not going to lay down on the floor and scream, but we feel like we want to if, if we haven't had that enough, enough time for ourselves, enough time to rest, enough time in between other things to allow ourselves to really focus. Because we want to, you know, we are working at whether for a client or for a company or for another, we want to give our best. Mm-hmm. And we have to be in a position to give that best. Yes, I totally agree. Now, Julie, did you have any other tips before I moved on? I didn't want to stop you if you had any other goodies up your sleeves. Yeah, I'm thinking like, you know, Amazon Prime. Big, oh, big wonderful yes. Thing. Oh, yeah. Let, so, no, Julie, we can't skip that one. So, Julie, <laughs> can't um, skip that one. <laughs> so, let's talk about that really quick because I think Amazon Prime is a lifesaver. I absolutely love it. And I just want you to talk to us a little bit more about that because that's a big one. And especially because we, um, my husband is stationed in Fort Chapter, Honolulu. So we are mm. overseas. We don't get a lot of mail out here. It's so, there's so many different places you try to shop online. They don't deliver to Alaska or Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And Amazon Prime does. Uh, it, there's like a weight limit, but you, know, you can't get furniture. But mm-hmm. most things, you can still get them. It might not come in two days but you'll get them. And when I lived in Texas, it would come in one day. Sometimes it would come same day. And that just, again, not having to go to the store. If you remember that you need something like, well, I use it for diapers. Now I use it for doggy diapers. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, um, it, it helps because if you put, especially like with their um, subscribe and save, mm-hmm. you just say, oh, I need this item. I need two of it a month. Push a button. It's done. And you don't have to think about it. And when you start getting low, it just magically comes and you know, you don't have to worry about it. You, just, you know, you're going to get what you need, whatever product it is that you subscribe for, whether it's kids toothpaste or for us it's doggy diapers because we have a 13 year old dog <laughs> or, you know, I, sometimes I even buy clothing because I don't want to go to the store and Amazon will deliver, whereas other places, maybe not so much. Yeah, depending on where you live, like in, in the other 48 states, walmart.com delivers I think it's over $35 and it's okay. free delivery. Um, there's Chewy for dog supplies, cat supplies. I haven't tried them yet. I don't know if they work here. I used to get all my animal supplies up from walmart.com, but they actually do charge shipping to Hawaii. Oh, so, okay. That's a big I one. I <laughs> started getting that at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, okay. like, like the big things of food and like cat litter. I used to have delivered to the house because I was that lazy. Now I just get that. <laughs> No, that's so, not lazy. I don't want to lift that up. You're you're good, Julie. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, when a, when a giant box arrives at your house and it's a, a big thing of dog food, and I'm like, that's twenty pounds. I didn't have to pick up. <laughs> yes, so. exactly, exactly. Now, Julie, I wanted us to switch gears a little bit because I, I I touched on it a little bit about how I forget things, and I feel like after having my second child, my brain just was like not working that well. And so I noticed that I forget (laughs) things a lot. And I think it's just because I have so many moving parts going on. But um, I know I'm not alone with this one. So I just wanted you to help us moms with some tips on better handling the mental load so that we aren't so forgetful. So I call it momisha. Because I never had it until I became a mom. When I was pregnant, I just decided I'm going to call this momisha because you tell me something and five minutes later, what did we just talk about? Mm-hmm. I, I started carrying a notepad with me um, at work. If I would walk around and talk, 
chat with somebody, I would write down what they asked me to do. Like what was the decision? If we went to a meeting, I always wrote it down so that I would have, I wouldn't have to have it up here because, you know, it's, it's a lie I like to tell myself that I don't have to write this down. I'll remember because I won't remember. No. <laughs> um, and I know a lot of us are in that boat. So, I mean, some people have amazing memories and that's great, but most of us have what I call momnesia. I also, I've, I've learned this mental load of motherhood is the term and it, mm. it just explains so much because we can't recall everything. We can't remember everything because there's too much in the brain mm-hmm. and it's, it's hard to move it all around to be able to find that one piece of information. And so um, that's why I, I write it down. And then if I have an action, I'll go put it on my task list. If, like I said, calendar reminders, if today is the grocery day, it, you know, if I have to order before I go, like when I used to um, order before I left work, mm-hmm. that day I would have a reminder, order groceries. So that before I left work, I couldn't forget to like press go, you know, they gotcha. buy, you know, or um, buy the cart or whatever the, the, the terminology is on the app. Because by the time I got home, I, when I lived in Houston, I had an hour and a half commute. Mm. Thankfully, I don't have that right now. But it, you know, I didn't want to have to then an hour and a half later be like, oh, I forgot to do this. Now yeah. I have to wait, you know, another hour and a half for them to go shopping for me. So it's, it's these kind of things, write it down, calendar notes. Um, I, I, my computer has a sticky note app. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's a Windows thing or what, but it came on my, on my work computer. And I just, I have them. So project status. Um, this is my, I have to do this today. And these are the things that I, my to-do list, and then I can just delete them. Like some people like paper, I, I'm more electronic. And okay. so just wherever, whatever works for you. I tried using a planner. I never remembered to write in it. I don't know why I can't do that, but <laughs> a lot of people love their physical planners. They write in them, mm-hmm. they look at them, they color them, they stickers, whatever helps, have that system. Okay. So for me, it's Google Calendar and my, goes on my app, my the phone calendar app. If I have a school event, if I have a, work event, if I have anything, it goes on all my calendars, it goes on my work calendar and on my, on my personal calendar so that I can't forget. You can use other apps. There's a thing called if that, if this, then that, I-F-T-T-T.com. Yes. <laughs> and it, it connects everything to everything. And it pretty much, you can, you can make it do anything you want it to do. Like for example, if you have an email in your Gmail account that you don't want to lose and you like to use apps like Evernote, Google Keep, something like that, and you can make a label, label it Evernote, then have a applet name, it used to be called a recipe, now it's called an applet in if this and that. If I tag this in Google with Evernote, send it to my Evernote, make us and save it. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can use these little things that for, for items that you actually do, like if you use Evernote, if you actively use it, then that will be really helpful because if somebody sends you an invitation or like a, a birth, birth invitation or a shopping um, wish list mm-hmm. and you want to be able to refer to it later and you know your inbox is crazy so finding things is hard but you want to make sure you don't lose that one thing and you check Evernote on your phone, label it, make sure you have that applet set up on if this and that and then it will magically show up where you want it to be. You don't have to copy and paste it. You don't have to remember to do that. Yeah. So Little things like that. Um, a lot of people, if you have an iPhone, you have Siri. You could tell her to do anything and she will do it for you, right? Yes. Set up a calendar. <laughs> look up the weather. I mean, I have, okay, Google kind of does the same thing mm-hmm. um, on my Android. So 
using these apps to help you. Like if, you're, if your hands are busy and you're, you know, if you're home, if you're changing diapers, if you're washing dishes, and something comes up and you're like, oh, I can't forget this. And you use that voice on your phone and say, hey, phone, or talk to Alexa or whatever smart device you have. Mm-hmm. Remind me this, put this in my calendar. Then you don't have to re- later be like, what was it that I wanted to remember? Yes. <laughs> because I, I can't. Like I come up with the best ideas in the shower and then I'm like, I couldn't write it down. Yes. <laughs> it's gone. So, you know, things like that can kind of help write it all down in whatever format, in whatever capacity, whatever application that works for you. I like that, Julie. And you know, I use the if this, then that a lot for blogging, but I didn't think about, <laughs> about using it for my personal life, like for, yeah. for email yeah. and stuff. So now you're like making me think I need to go back and look at that again. <laughs> every time I go in there, there's so many apps that I haven't even heard of that you can connect. And, mm-hmm. and there's so many, like you can look at their like other applets other people have set up so you can see ideas. And yeah, but like you said, I, I started using it for blogging too. And it's like, how can I use it in other ways? Yeah, so. I'm definitely going to have to explore that and see if I can include that in the show notes. That would be kind of good. So if you got some good ones, send them to me because, yeah, I like the one about the email. That was That's a good one because my inbox is, like you said, getting a little cray-cray. <laughs> and I, it's hard for me I to like find things now. Yeah, so I think that would definitely Put a label help. on everything. Every conversation has a label. Okay. That way I know later I can just go to that label and then I can know if I'm looking for something specific, like if it has to do with food or if it has to do with parties or if my, if my mom is like it already says mom mm. like all my moms are labeled mom all my husbands are labeled so that later if I'm looking for something from him I could just go to his folder label and you know everything has a label that's why I was like well label it ever know you can tag, mm. you know, label it tag it however you want to call that that label tag that gmail uses most of us use gmail right mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's super helpful. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I don't utilize my labels as much, so I will definitely work on that um, this weekend. <laughs> that is going to be on my to-do list. <laughs> so thank you, Julie. You gave me another little nugget there. Now, Julie, you juggle a lot. You're a working mom, you have your plug, you're a military spouse, and you seem to manage it. I think you manage it pretty well. I don't know how you feel about it, but I think you're doing a great job. So what is one thing that helps you keep things together? I think it depends on the day. Um, but I, I try to, you know, understand that there's a lot. And when I, when I first went back to work, I was, I had these really high expectations for myself and it was so hard to keep up with everything. And then I realized, you know what, we need to take a step back mm. and understand that not everything is possible the same way. And so if I, I, I try to have a, you know, it's a kind of a mindset thing. Like I understand that I, I will not maybe be able to do all the things I used to do in the same way but I can do something different or I can delegate them or, you know, I can come up with a way that, that works for me in, in my new situation. And especially mm-hmm. like with us moving around with my husband, when it's my, especially if my husband's away and it's me taking care of a kid and trying to work and the dog and the cat. Anything and the blog. So I blogs because I actually have a book yes. with a friend because I love to read. So <laughs> those are the kind of things like I, I have to make sure I focus. I remember myself because mm-hmm. a lot of times you're focused on everybody else. You don't remember to kind of recharge and having that mindset of I need to give myself grace. I need to understand that I can't do everything and I need this for myself. Like last night I went to book mm-hmm. club. It's once a month. It's, it's my thing. 
and I kind of it kind of brings me back where I'm like, okay, now you know I've had my my fun and and I can have more energy to give back to everything else I have to do. Yes. So a lot of that helps is is um you know mindfulness mindset, understanding that we moms are pulled in every direction. We expect a lot of ourselves, and we're usually our worst critic. We're hardest on ourselves about things that we maybe can't get on accomplished on the same schedule or maybe we can't reach the same levels and we can't work overtime we used to work early and we used to work late and now we can't do that because we have to go to daycare and we're harden ourselves for that because you know why can't we do what we used to do before but we it's an understanding that things have changed you have to you know give yourself grace and understand your new situation and be kind to yourself yes yes that is so good julie that's so good that's so good now before we sign off, I ask all of my guests one question, and that is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Yeah, I want to be able to teleport. Teleport! <laughs> being somewhere and then just magically being where you need to be and not having to drive, fly, is, is that would be amazing. I mean, that, I used to say I wish we could invent teleportation when we lived in the Houston area, and it took me an hour and a half to get to work. Mm-hmm. And... Um, now we're so far overseas, you know, it's, it requires flying. It requires at least a six-hour flight just to see some of our family members. Yeah. And you just pop in for dinner and then pop back out with teleportation and not have to deal with the <laughs> time it takes and all that. It would be magic. That would <laughs> be nice. Be awesome. That would be so nice. Because I have visited Hawaii a couple times and I always thought like, oh, it'd be so amazing to live out here. And then I thought about oh, it would take me forever to get back home and visit my mom and everybody else. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's definitely a little bit isolating, but it's awesome too. So, I mean, you, you yes, kind of have to so beautiful. Enjoy, enjoy wherever life takes you, right? But yes. It would be nice to not have to drive. It would not have to sit in traffic. I mean, how much time would working moms save if we didn't have to sit in traffic? Yes, yes. If we yeah. could just... Go to work, go home. Go to daycare, go home. You never have to worry about making that call. Sorry, I'm going to be late for pickup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yes. be there instantaneously. Yes, yeah. yes. That would be awesome. Now, Julie, where can we <laughs> find you online if we want to learn more about you and your blogs? So my motherhood blog is called fabworkingmomlife.com. Uh, fab, fabulous. Because we're, we're trying to be positive here. We're trying to enjoy what we are. Yes. We're working moms. That's what we are. And we're, we're trying to make you live a good, happy, you know, fabulous life. Fabworkingmomwife.com. Um, and on Instagram, I'm fabworkingmomjulie. Okay. Because it's a little bit more, you know, about my face. <laughs> it's a little bit more personal, so I wanted to use my name. Otherwise, my, my other social media accounts are on there. They kind of vary depending on which account and how long I've had it and which nickname I've had because like on on Twitter I've been Julie Cookies because I've been Julie Cookies since high school and I just kept that nickname forever um so just start start us at workingmomlife.com and you can find me everywhere and um if you're into books we're also at chapterbreak.net yeah we love to read we love review chat about books and that's kind of that's my self-care time that's my you know hobby is mm-hmm. enjoying a good book and being able to talk about it with others. 
Nice, nice. Now I will make sure to include all of those things in the show notes. So do not fret. It will be in the show notes. So Julie, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. I really appreciate it. And this has been super helpful for for me. And I'm sure the listeners are thinking the same thing too. So thank you. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 50. And do me a favor, if you found this podcast helpful, rate and subscribe. This lets me know that my podcast episodes are helping you and I can also get great guests for you in the future. Now that does it for this episode. I will catch you in the next one.